Welcome to NFM Now, a podcast dedicated to mortgage industry-related news and information, showcasing interviews with some of the top thought leaders in home lending. NFM Now is a production of NFM Media, a division of NFM Lending. NFM Now is hosted by NFM Lending's Chief Business Development Officer, Greg Sher. It's a pleasure to be joined by one of the top originators in the United States of America, happens to be an employee of NFM Lending, branch manager out of Tampa, Florida, Jane Floyd. Jane, thanks so much for your time. How are you? I am fabulous, and thank you, Greg, for that great introduction. I, I appreciate that. It's, it's well-deserved. So let's just start at the beginning here. You had your own company, Diversified Home Mortgage, for 22 years and, and made a very big decision in July of 2014 to join forces with NFM and let go of that ownership piece. What went into that, and what have you experienced since then? Well, honestly, Greg, I mean, it was a huge decision. It was a very um, difficult decision for me to make because I was extremely happy being a broker. And um, I honestly probably wouldn't have even uh, explored the opportunity had I not been pushed by my coach to get out of the broker world. And so at that point, I just started interviewing different companies, Greg. Uh, and because everybody said, oh, you're going to make more money. It's going to be easier. And I'm like, I already make a lot of money. And I feel like it's already, you know, I have I have great relationships with the uh, the brokers that I had. So anyway, um, I ended up Choosing NFM, Greg, because I felt obviously it was the best fit for me for several reasons. Uh, probably the most important one was from the standpoint of communication uh, is really important to me. And the I just felt like, you, you know how when you just uh, – like you find that, that fit and you just know in your heart, I was about ready to go somewhere else. And once I met everyone at NFM, I just felt like I was going to have um, the, 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 I hate to say this, but the control, meaning like I'm a kind of a control freak because of my clients are so important to me. And I had to know that there weren't all these layers. And so you guys have been absolutely amazing. I, I feel like I've been given um, the support that I knew that I would get, and I just kind of felt that, Greg. So that's why I chose NFM, because of the people, and you're one of them. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, that's really nice of you to say, and your growth has just been amazing. Uh, as I look at your numbers, you joined us halfway through 2014 as a branch. You closed over 300 units, and then the next year you, you doubled that, and then last year close to 900 units, and again this year you'll eclipse that, and, and that's with 31 employees. So what's it like to manage your own personal production, being a, a top producer who averages above 25 loans a month yourself, and then also managing a team that closes even more than that? Well, I think um, what, what's it like? Well, it's it's challenging at times, but honestly, Greg, it's all about the people that you put in place. So as I've grown, and I never would have prior to coming on with NFM, you know, I've always been a, a, a fairly high producer um, and have been more focused on my personal production, but what NFM allowed me to do was, which, which at this point in my life, Greg, it's, it's really important to me. I, I love helping people and, and I love helping loan officers grow their business. And so 
the coming with NFM with the support that I've been given, I've been able to do that, and, and how I've been able to do that is really putting the right people on the bus, Greg. So, for instance, having a sales manager that can manage sales, I coach and lead, he does that having an ops manager that people can go to. So it's really just putting the the the, the you have you have to have you have to leverage yourself, right? If you want to grow and that's pretty much how I've been able to do it. Yeah, and you mentioned uh coaching. Before we get into that, I just want people to understand just kind of put your production in context. You personally this year are projected to close right around 450 units. That definitely puts you in that uh, upper echelon of, of top 1%, and that doesn't even include uh, the people on your team who are also closing more units. But, again, let's go back to coaching. You mentioned that. How important of a role does coaching play, both being coached and also you are a coach at the same time? Personally, for me, I think when you teach, you learn, right? So being a coach in the core Honestly, that and NFM are two of the best things that ever happened in my life from a business standpoint uh, to take me where I am. And I coach 12 other students that are in the core uh, throughout the country. I have uh, two hours each Thursday, groups of three. And so really, Greg, it's about accountability, right? So they're held accountable to the metrics of the core. I hold them accountable. And then I also have a coach. So I personally have certain disciplines that I have to do every week, right? So it's that accountability that, like anything, you want to lose weight, you got to have a personal coach, right? So for me, like coaching, um, I, I don't. I, I think like that's probably the most important thing and the accountability piece of that. Because if you're paying for something, Greg, you're paying to be coached. Now, my, my loan officers in my branch don't pay me to be coached, but if they know that I'm going to look at certain forms that they turn in and hold them accountable to do certain disciplines so that they can hit their goals, they're going to do it. So so in all the years that you've been coaching now, coming up on a, on a handful of them with the core when you look at your most successful students, the ones that really take it in and knock it out of the park, what are some of the attributes that they have that they share and common common attributes of of some rising stars that you notice? I think probably one of the top ones, Greg, is um, successful people in any in any business. I think that they they execute quickly, right? So. They, they, like even, like for instance, you, you went with me to a site visit somewhere and, and you and I learned certain things and you went back and you're like, boom, boom, boom. I've already implemented this. Does that make sense? And I know, so what I think as I look at in the core and in, 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 even in my area, I look at successful loan officers that they're, like, even if it's not perfect, Greg, if you can at least implement something and then stick to it, I think that that, that probably is number one, is execute fast. Um, extreme discipline, Greg. Like, I think that there are certain things that we have to do, right? I don't care, you know, what the business is. So, for me, I know that I have to prospect X and X hours a week. I know what that looks like, whether it's phone calls, meetings, um, what the core calls break breads. I have to get those done. 
So I'm, I hold myself accountable to a calendar and to those disciplines. And we all fall off a little bit, right? But I get right back on. Like, like for instance, Greg, I'll tell you in the past 60 days, I personally have had more personal challenges in 60 days than probably in the past seven years, Greg. Nobody knows it except people that are very close to me. I still every single day am making my calls. I am going to my closings. I have my appointments. I'm teaching my lunch and learns, right? I'm keeping the disciplines. So I, I think those are honestly a couple of the top attributes of what makes someone a successful loan officer. Well, first of all, I'm sorry you're going through that rough patch and obviously hope that the sun shines bright for you here as, as quickly as possible. Of course it is. Yeah, okay. Well, I know that. You're a, you're a total survivor. Um, so, Jane, uh, looking at uh, – I want to look at one particular aspect of your business that really resonates with me when you talk about it. I want you to share it with our, with our uh, loan originators and anyone else who might be listening right now is just how deep you go with your referral partners uh, and, and what it takes to get a new referral partner. If you could touch on that, um, how close and personal you get with your, your, your top realtors and then what it takes to bring more into that sphere of influence. Okay, so um, we'll, we'll go with what it takes to get them first and then how deep. So um, what it takes to get them is, again, it's just I have my list. I know who I'm calling, right? So I, um, I'm, I'm qualifying them before I go after them. Um, and then it's just extreme follow-up, whether it's, it's um, with phone calls, with emails, with somebody else on my team calling them and trying to set up appointments, and it's not giving up. I mean, I have agents, Greg, that, that I have literally chased for three and four years that, okay, even though they were happy with their loan officer, once they, 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 they know that I've, I have followed up, then they're going to come to me. So what it takes to get them, and I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest problems I see loan officers, they have that call reluctance, Greg, or that fear, like, you know, they don't want to call. And if you, I don't, I don't, I, it doesn't bother me if someone doesn't call me back. Um, I will just keep calling unless someone tells me not to call, and I will tell you that very, very rarely, rarely happens. So number one, you've got to have a target list of who you're targeting, and then you have to have a follow-up plan, okay? So whatever that's going to be, whether you're going to sometimes I'll send silly little gifts out, but just constant follow-up, and then it's keeping them going because everybody's out there doing the same thing, right? Um, especially now, it's slowed down. Um, so, and you asked me how deep. So for me, I only want to work with people that I like. I'll be honest with you, at this point in my career, I, I, I want to like the people I work with. So I go really deep, Greg, and I think that um, that, that means that, like, I, I, I know them. I am, a, I am a really good listener when I am with somebody. So I, in fact, I had actually two today. Um, one is a brand-new agent, just extremely deep, one-hour conversation. I know everything about her now. Um, I know her goals. I know her passions in life. I know her why. Um, I know why she loves being in real estate. So, like, that's a new relationship that I went really deep with, and now it'll be extreme follow-up with her. Some of my agents, Greg, I've been working with for 15 and 20 years, and and we – they, 
they they know me as a person, Greg. And I think that sometimes when we get in the business, like, and I, and I, oh my gosh, Greg, I've made so many mistakes that I've learned so much from that. It was just more like, you know, you're just, you know, you're, I'm just throwing it against the wall and seeing what will stick. So for me now, it's rather than, you know, you know, not casting as wide of a net, but just going deeper, if that makes sense. It all makes it all makes perfect sense. Uh, lastly, just out of curiosity, people listening might be wondering: Well, when she calls an agent and she is uh, aggressively pursuing them with that "never say die" attitude, are you uh, usually going in with kind of a soft uh, connection? Meaning, do you do research to make sh- to, to see if? they know somebody that you know, so you can kind of use that to wedge your way in, or is it most of the time just ice cold? So that's a great question, Greg. So so for me, it's rarely ice cold um, because I I get my leads either from other agents, from the, you know, the listing side of deals. But when you are going in, the important part is, like, you never sell on the phone. So, so for instance, I made a call 30 minutes before this call to a young kid, young kid, I say young kid, he's probably the same age as my son. I work with his mother, and he's a great agent, and he, I'm sure he knows my name from her, but the call went like this. It just went, hey, Matt, James Floyd with NFM Lending. Um, I know you don't know me, but your mother says that we have to meet. I know you're super busy right now, and he was. Yeah, he answered the phone. He was on the way to a closing. You're super busy right now. I know that you've got another lender right now that you love, but, Matt, I just want to sit down, buy you a cup of coffee, talk about how maybe we can help each other grow our business. So it's just very to the point and having confidence, like when you call somebody, that, hey, we need to meet. Does that make sense? It does. How did the call go? What did he say? He said, absolutely. He said, absolutely. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, that, that's uh the, the persistence certainly pays off and has paid off in spades for you and continues to, to pay off. You know, the one thing about NFN that I love so much, Jane, and is the fact that it's so open. What I mean by that is the communication is open. If someone were uh, to come to NFM, your playbook is wide open. You, you, would, you would spend their time with them. You would try and teach them the things that you know. A lot of companies aren't like that. A lot of companies, their, their locations kind of hold their trade secrets close to the vest. Couldn't agree more, and that, and absolutely, I would do that. And when you asked me, like, that was the reason I went to NFM. I mean, it's, it is, it is just unbelievable the synergies. And even like, you know, I call other loan officers with NFM. Hey, help me with this. And um, I, I, I know because I coach so many students. Not every company is like that, Greg. Yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. Well, Jane, thank you so much for your time. I'll let you get back to conquering the world, and look forward to catching up with you soon. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Have a great afternoon.